It's the Two Girls and a Bottle of Wine podcast, and I'm Janet Blair. Each week, I sit down with one of my girlfriends, whether it be Teresa, Natalie, Carrie, Kristen, Tara, Stephanie. We talk about whatever. We completely restore this trailer, you know, fry people's faces off as a bad Mexican. I don't understand the competition that goes on between women. Two girls and a bottle of wine. Over a glass of wine, bottle of wine, or sometimes a couple bottles of wine. Join in on Facebook at facebook.com slash two girls and a bottle of wine don't miss us (laughs) hi i'm janet and i'm carrie and we We are two two girls girls and a a bottle of wine wine. because men like boobs and girls like wine carrie mcleod yay how are you i'm good good i was sick all week you had pneumonia i did i've been sick more times in this past year than probably my entire life did probably, you get the flu shot probably, this year? Yeah, of course. I, I have to. I work for a hospital. Oh, I didn't know that was required. I, I think just stress. You know, this has been an incredibly stressful year. And th- so I think it was just stress. And, and pneumonia, my boss, my new boss sent me home on Wednesday. I watched a whole lot. of it, It's amazing the shows that I watch when <laughs> I'm sick. What did you watch? <laughs> Let's dig deeper. Well, <clears throat> you know, I'm into the whole superhero thing right now. Like Captain America? Um, I have not watched it. It's on my list. I haven't watched it yet. But I've been watching uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, Jessica Jones, Daredevil. It seems like there's something else. Oh, we're going to watch The Avengers today. We're going to watch oh, the, big the movies. Yeah, so we're <laughs> going to watch the movies today. But I wanted to kind of drag those out. And so <clears throat> I'll just go through like Netflix and I'll find different weird stuff to watch. And so we were watching... 72 Most Dangerous Places to Live, Oh, which is like a <clears throat> series. And there are some places I am. Colorado's good. We're safe. Oh, good. We're I was going to ask, uh, is there something we need to know? Yeah, no, we're, we're safe here. There are some places well, I don't even want to visit now. <laughs> and 72 Most Dangerous Animals. Butterflies which, are not them. No. Okay. No. I've learned some really fascinating stuff from that. Did you know that platypus, the platypus, I always thought the platypus was just like a really odd, weird creature to prove God's sense of humor. (laughs) The male platypus has venom in its back dewclaw. What's a dewclaw? Uh, it's like a it's like a dog. It's I mean it's like a whole reptile, mammal, fish, weird, odd. Truthfully, the platypus is Proof of God's sense of humor. Because it's like, I'm just going to put them all together. Okay. And so a dew claw is like the on the dog. You know, it has that extra claw on the side. I'm checking. I don't think I don't think butterfly does. Butterfly does not. No, but like labs and retrievers. Okay. And, and it's kind of like and a, you think it might try to be a thumb. But kind it's not. Of, yeah. It's not opposable. Yeah, kind, yeah, yeah. kind of. Okay. Like, you know, in... in in golden retrievers I've had, you get it removed because they oh. can catch it. But the male platypus, it, can, it can't kill you, but it can make you really sick for like three to six months. I had no idea. Oh, my gosh. Did but where do the platypuses hang out outside well, of the, the zoo? All the 72 dangerous animals were in Australia. So I, I did also learn I'm probably not going to go to Australia, although that was one place I really wanted to go. I know. There's some mean, vicious creatures there. And there's a spider there. 
that seriously, if it bites you and it's it's offensive, it's not it's not like you know like we have the brown recluse and the black widow. Those are defensive. They're not going to seek you out to bite right. you, you know. But this one is it's going to find you. It's going to seek you out and it's gonna it's gonna bite you. And if you don't get to a hospital within half an hour, you're done. You're done. You're toast. But. The Ooh. venom, the venom in it is being used um, very successfully in creating some pharmaceuticals for breast cancer patients. Oh, that's awesome. I know. So this really, really horrible, awful spider creepy thing is saving lives. That's crazy. What's it's the spider called? Up. Oh, God, it's something. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't remember. Does don't it look remember. scary? Is it big? It's a spider. Yes. It okay. looks it looks gross and yeah, I don't like spiders. Yeah. But I'm not going to freak the f out when I see one. It's snakes. It doesn't matter. Like, oh yeah, they have the snakes too. Oh, no. The really I can't even bad. watch that stuff. Yeah, really but bad like, snakes. This morning I had to go fill up the pond cuz it with the heat the water evaporates so you have to like top it off every once in a while uh-huh. and I'm like looking around. I hate going outside. This time of year, because I feel like there could be snakes anywhere. They're probably just hanging out near the pond because there's water. Yeah, That's what I think. Prob- just garter snakes. I don't care. Those don't. I don't me. care. Spiders are just creepy. They are. And the fact that you'll eat eight spiders in your lifetime while you're sleeping. As long as I don't know. Yeah, I guess I'm cool with that. And then the cutest animals. Oh, they had the 72 cutest animals? Yeah. Was a butterfly on the list? There was no butterfly on the list. <laughs> but they, they, and they didn't have any dogs or cats. Oh, well, they don't They were all just wild life. animals. Oh. Because how do you pick? How do you pick? I mean, there's have so Have you seen Jip Palm? The Pomeranian that's famous on Instagram? No, I don't have Instagram. <sighs> Sorry, I know you always do the face palm. Like, damn, why can't you get this social media thing? There are some cute animals that I'm pretty sure only exist. That's their whole purpose, just to be cute. Yeah, and I think Jeff Palm is one of them. <laughs> and like the the sloth. Seriously, what what purpose is the? Oh, cute. He's a Pomeranian, and they obviously groom him daily. Cute. He he look cute. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Yeah, like I'm going to let you continue to talk. The sloth, seriously. It's just it just exists to be cute. I think the sloth has gotten some like it's kind of trendy right now cuz I hear a lot about sloths lately. It's because that one chick who is in uh, Veronica Mars and she's married to Daxter. Oh yeah. I don't know her name, but yeah. She's really she's one of my favorite too. Oh, she, the sloth man. Yeah, see, they're so cute. Yes. But that they what's are. their purpose? Just to be cute. I mean, I'm not being critical at all, because I'm sure there's plenty of people who are like, what's Carrie's purpose? I, I don't understand. <laughs> to the, entertain. The sloth has <laughs> been my spirit animal lately. How so? Well, because I'm just laying around watching crap. <laughs> crap I would never normally watch. I'm just laying around, moving slow. We ate all kinds of crap. Both of us were sick, so we ate all kinds <laughs> of crap. We ate, like, taquitos and... Cheeseburgers and pizza. Because I don't know. The feed of cold, starve of fever. Yeah. Feed of fever, starve of cold. I don't, I don't, know. I don't know. I just feed them all. Most of the time when I'm um, sick, I, my hunger is not affected. Yeah. I, 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 <laughs> I remember having moments when I've been sick and my hunger was affected. And I'm like, why can't that happen every time yeah, I'm sick? Yeah, if it's a GI deal, then of course I, I don't eat. You know, that's a great diet plan. But, you know... A cold, I, 
I'm just, I'm laying around doing nothing. So I'm bored on top of it. And, and Ken eats. He likes to eat and sleep. I like that about him. <laughs> those are his top qualities. I do. I like those. <laughs> I like those in him. <laughs> the whole eating, sleeping thing. So yeah, my the sloth is becoming my spirit animal. Do people have sloths as pets? Is that why Mrs. Dax? I don't know. I think that would be kind of cruel to make a sloth your pet. I think I think making wild animals your pet are sloths. I didn't just know. Cruel. I think it's cruel. Mm. But butterfly would not be able to exist without me. If I'm wrong, don't tell me. <laughs> but she's a domesticated yeah. animal. So they haven't domesticated sloths. I, I'm sure there's some people who have them. There's people who have orangutans. There's people who have different types of monkeys. I, I, I don't, mm. I don't know. I, I'm very against uh, making wild animals your pet. Mm. I just am against it. They had ferrets as one of the cutest animals. I think they're disgusting. They're the smelliest, Ew. grossest, ick. Ugh. They had some snakes that they were calling cutest That's animals. Stupid. That is just stupid. I see people like some of my I, Facebook friends, a couple are into snakes and they have pet snakes and I have unfollowed them. I don't want to see it. <laughs> I will check on them from time to time, make sure they're still okay. Yeah, I would maybe I don't wanna, be that way about I don't want to be scrolling. Spiders. Ugh. Yeah, they had like some reptiles and stuff as cutest animals. I'm like, those aren't very cute. But then Ken, Ken pointed something out because I, I he's like, okay, so what are your favorites? Because we also have very bizarre conversations when we're laying around sick. Uh. He's like, what are your favorites? And I said, penguins. Penguins are my most favorite. Why is that? Especially the king penguins, because they're so cute. They're just dressed for success. I, I mean, just the way that they waddle <laughs> and stuff, and they mate for life, and 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 the dad helps care for the young, the young Aww. one, and they they live in these great big huge things, and they're just cute. The way that they waddle, and then but then they swim, and they're so sleek. So penguins, penguins definitely up there. But they have to live in cold environments. Burr. And elephants. Love, love, love elephants. Why? I just, I just always have. I love them. I, I just, they're amazing. They're amazing and intelligent, and and they're just the way and the way that they are in a family. They also mate for life. They have their family. I mean, they're just, they're amazing, and it's amazing to watch the mom with her with her calves. I couldn't think of what the baby was. I would. I never knew. <laughs> yeah, I would have called them Dumbo's. It's just amazing to. It's amazing to watch them. It's amazing to watch them play. And then, and then, probably some of the wild cats, the big wild cats. You know. So, so every time these other things would come on, like the snakes and frogs and stuff, as cutest animals. I was in there. Ew, Mm-mm. gross! I don't want nothing slimy. No, I, when you think cute, you think something you can maybe cuddle. Well, that's what, and that's what I told Ken. He's like, "Yeah, but your two top favorites are penguins and elephants." So yeah, you can't really cuddle with either of those, Carrie. I, <laughs> I bet you could. I could see an elephant like picking you up <laughs> with its trunk and it cuddling you. No, I think it would be amazing <laughs> to go someplace where elephants just roam free. There is a place in India, this is so gross, rats actually made the list of cutest. And there is a place in India Ew. where the rats have overcome this temple and 
And Hindu people think that this is some major religious experience. I mean, there's people in India going to this place to pray every single day because of all the rats. And I'm like, that's just gross. That is. You think of like New York City and like the garbage. And That's where I maybe set the snakes in there. Ew. There you go. Gross. Have a feast. It's a buffet. <laughs> Oh my god! So, yeah. So a- anyway, I was sick this week and watched some weird crap, <laughs> but some really cool crap. I'm there is some weird stuff on stuff. Netflix. I watched some random movie. It was it had the girl that stars in Orange Is the New Black. Uh huh. The one that the blonde Piper. Yes. And I so saw I saw she was in it. And I was like, oh, this will be good. It was so weird. It was about this couple that met this other couple and they went to their house and it ended up being like. They were trying to do, like, some orgy. And it was only, like, an hour and a half long. And I was like, what am I watching? Weird. It, it, no depth. Very weird. wrong. I'm, Very I, I was weird. like, an hour and a half, I will never get back. But I couldn't stop. I kept thinking, maybe this will get deeper. I mostly, I mostly watch, like, a series. And I like to find the series that's already done. So you can, like, binge and have closure? Yeah, but I got <laughs> way into Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., what is that? It's a superhero one. It's a Marvel comics. It's a series? It's a series. Okay. I don't know. It's like on ABC or something, but okay. I watched it I watched it on Netflix. Do you watch Mistresses? Mm-mm. Mm. That's my current show. What's it's, that about? It's about uh, this group of girlfriends and they're they've kind of like gone through men and gone through life experiences and so it's kind of like Sex in the City. Kind of, but they're a little oh. bit older. Um, it's not in the city. It's more of like, it seems like it's based like in a California environment. When it first started a few years ago, um, Alyssa Milano was on it. And then she her character went away. Is it the same deal as like Sex and the City where it's friendships, where that's kind of the core of the story? Yes. Oh, okay. Then I might like it. I think it's on Netflix. That's something that I really loved about Sex and the City. That's what it was about. And I, I dated guys who would say about Sex and the City, it's just a bunch of whores. It's just women whoring around. I'm like, you've never watched it because it's not, it's not what it is. It's no. about these four women and their friendship that lasted through all of this stuff, through breast cancer, marriages, divorces, babies, infertility, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what it was about. And and. It's it's fascinating to me that men will have all those opinions about it, and it's like you've never even watched it, you right? Know? You know, Steve likes Sex in the City. You know, most he of would men, not admit it. Openly. Most of the men that I know who have actually watched it actually really like it. And you know, I I have a lot of men always that will watch it because they know I like it, and they know that so many people compare me to Carrie Bradshaw. Mm-hmm. So they, I don't know what they think that they're going to find out about me <laughs> by watching that. Because I mean, yeah, and you there's love some shoes. There's some things about oh Carrie gosh. Bradshaw that, yeah, I'm similar. I have a similar sense of humor. I write. I love shoes. I have money issues. <laughs> you know, I, I value my girlfriends more than anything. Yeah, I mean, there's some similarities, but it's like, okay, if you're gonna watch it because you think that, right? The key to Carrie, she didn't write McLeod. it off of me. <laughs> Right? She's never met me. <laughs> so. Clarification, folks. Clarification. I um, men are men are funny, funny creatures. So it's hot as heck here. Like I feel like this is probably the hottest spring because <laughs> it's not. It's when summer? does summer start? Summer starts like 
The 21st, right? Yeah, but I pretty much call it summer after Memorial Day. Well, yeah, but it's not technical. Yeah. So the first day of summer is tomorrow, June 20th. And we've been in the 90s all week. Yeah. Have you found Actually, your no, way to I the haven't pool? Noticed. I haven't noticed that it's been in the 90s because I've been inside, air conditioning, oh. <laughs> sick. Right. Sorry. One day I, I turned my air conditioner up so high, too, that there was one afternoon I'm, like, napping. And I woke up and I was so I thought it was February. <laughs> and I'm, so, I'm 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 asking Ken. I'm like, how much snow did we get? And he's like, what the? Fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> I'm like, it's February, right? I mean, it took me a few minutes before I'm like, oh yeah, it's June. It's a really hot June. I just turned my air conditioner up way too high. Don't you turn the air conditioner down? Yeah. <laughs> up down but you know what i mean Heater goes up like i make the i make the cooling go up but the cooling goes down i know <laughs> semantics chase <laughs> but no like grammar lesson here steve and i are very like i we've been together six years i've probably lived with him about five and a half of those uh-huh. and i'm not very comfortable touching the thermostat because he hasn't gotten to the point where he wants to split the household bills. So I don't want to, like, create more expense for him since he's traveling. But it got so hot so fast. And he was traveling. And I was like, it's 79 in here. Can I please turn the air conditioner down? And he's like, what the hell? Of course. And I'm like, oh, yay. So I turn it down to 72. And then he comes home. And he's like, it's hot in here. And I'm like, you think this is hot? <laughs> so, like, he turns it down to, like, 68. And I'm just like... I have to keep my sweaters out. Yeah, that's like me. I'll turn it down to like 68, but then I wake up confused thinking it's winter. <laughs> Wanting to go play in the snow. Yeah. <laughs> How much snow? Do I have to go to work? Did it snow a lot? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. So what else is going on in the life of Carrie McLeod? Well, we both had kind of sad dog stories this week. We did. Mine was a happy ending. I didn't know you had a sad dog story. I'm sorry. I did. I did. Not as sad. It's not as sad as Moon Pie. It wasn't sad. What as... happened with your puppy? <clears throat> well, Gracie, you know, the Sharpay mix. I've she's, not met any of your puppies. She's um, crate trained. Unfortunately, we just weren't giving her the best home. You know, I, I, Sharpays, Sharpays have a lot of energy. They she, do. She would stay in her crate and never complain or anything, but unfortunately, she was in her crate all the time, and I started to really pay attention to it. And so, you know, like my daughter's at that age where, you know, she's got friends in and out, and, and then Gracie would get so excited. Oh, my God, kids are here, kids are here, kids are here. But then Kinsey would put her in the crate, you know, mm. because she was, cause she's high energy and has this puppy personality. And so I started just paying attention. I wanted to really figure out how much time are we keeping her in the crate because she sleeps in it too. And then she'd be in it while I'm at work. And there were some days she was in her crate 18 hours. Seriously. Oh my God. I mean, you know, time out, but still like 18 hours in her crate. And I'm like, this is not a good home for her. So I um, had talked to a friend at work. She's, she does like a, she she's part of a fostering group, you know, like they foster dogs and they do all these adoption um, events. And so I talked to her, but that wasn't the ultimate. That wasn't the best way to go because Gracie has been in shelter after shelter after shelter. I How mean, long have you had Gracie? I had Gracie for oh, 
I think a little over a year I've had Gracie. So anyway, um, I one of the doctors that I work with, Kelly, she I know that her family they just recently moved out to like Bennett or Strasburg or one wow. of those. Um, her husband is a stay at home dad, and uh, she has two girls, older. I think they're nine and sixteen. And I know that one of their dogs just died. Hmm. So I sent her an email with Gracie's cute little Sharpay face. <laughs> and a little wrinkle face, you know, the one that I had on Facebook. Mm-hmm. So I send that to Kelly and I tell her the situation. And Kelly read it and she comes over to me and she said, all right, you, you got me. Aww. So she said, I'm going to come over tonight. We're just going to try her out. We're going to see how she does. This was last Monday. We're going to see how she does. And and Tuesday, she had me sign over ownership to her. And you sign over? There's paperwork. She, she just wanted to be sure. Oh, okay. You know, so she she just wanted to be sure. And and I got to get her all. She's got all kinds of you know her shot records and all that stuff. So I need to get all that. Um, and there's she's posting pictures of her on Facebook. <sighs> you know, um, people that I work with, they're like, yeah, she's. She's keeping that dog. Yeah. Oh, well, that's but she, so sweet. But she gets to run and play, and she's got other dogs there, and there's always people there, and so she's in the crate to sleep. That's it. You that's know? awesome. So, yeah. So I'm sad. That's a hard call, but a smart one. Yeah. You have to do what's right for him. And if I wasn't, you know, like with Hattie, Hattie goes to my ex-husband's house half the time. You have shared custody with a dog? I didn't know that was possible. <laughs> Actually, she's she's my dog. She's my dog. <laughs> what kind is she? She's a Chesapeake Bay Retriever. Okay, she's the critter killer. Yeah, watch out, butterfly. So she's she's actually my dog. Um, but Kinsey would take her over there, and my ex husband loves her, and she gets to she gets backyard over there, and she kills squirrels and birds and all that stuff. So, <laughs> wow, yeah. Crazy. I know. I, you told me that you had to give up your dog to a, another home, mm-hmm. I think, this week. But I didn't realize it was this week. I thought yep. you were just referencing something yep. no, in the past. Th- it was this week. Wow. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. That's hard. You know, it, I, it's sad for us, but at the same time, I'm, I'm very, very, I'm very happy. She's, I mean, she's got a great home. Right. she got a really great home, and, and people tell me there's... All kinds of pictures of her on Facebook, Aww. and um, you know they're a very loving family, and so I, I I'm sad I didn't do something about it sooner. Because I mean, she spent a year where once I started doing the you know doing the math and figuring out how much time she's in her crate, she spent a year probably twelve to eighteen hours every day in mm. the crate, and that's why you know. Steve, when he's not traveling, he's home all day, which mm-hmm. is good for the dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, but when he's traveling and I'm at work, mm-hmm. you know, eight to 12 hours a day, like, I feel so bad. They're not in crates. They're out and about. Um, but, yeah. yeah. I, I've told him, I'm like, you know, I don't know if we need more dogs. I think <laughs> I feel bad, you know, the life that they have, especially since Steve's been traveling more. Right. So, I don't know. Hmm. I'm more of a cat person. They kind of entertain themselves. Yeah, I'm not a cat person. I know. 
But then I couldn't like imagine life without butterfly. Yeah, she's. I was never, ever, ever a small dog fan until her. And if if you're listening and you've never really heard me talk about butterfly, she's a teacup poodle that has been my best friend for probably six years. She's got her own Twitter page. Yeah, she does. Butterfly the dog. I know. I follow her. <laughs> How is your Twitter life? I saw you favorited I a tweet. I did. Once. Yeah. Within yeah. the last couple of weeks. I, I think like, it was oh, like hey. a Dirks Bentley tweet or something. Yeah. I don't know. I look through there every now and then. <laughs> Do you find anything interesting? I like John Cleese. Who's I, that? I, I like, you know, I feel like you don't know who John Cleese is? He was, I'm horrible with names. He's an actor, he's a British actor. I like that accent. Incredibly, incredibly intelligent. Older guy. He was in Monty Python. I haven't watched those. You've never watched Monty Python? I know. Um, Is it C-L-E? C-L-E-E-S-E. Okay. I'm Googling. I, I'm betting if you... Okay, yes. See, you recognize him. I do. Funny. He's done commercials and stuff. He's funny, funny guy. He's also super intelligent. And it always looks to me like he actually interacts with people. Like, they ask him, like, all these crazy smart questions, and mm-hmm. he, like, interacts with them. And so so I like to get on there and check him out. I like when it feels like they're not, like, it's them yeah. tweeting. Um, like, I know Blake Shelton actually does some of his tweeting from time to time, but you can tell when it's not him. And yeah, it's I, th- I think it's the same with a few country stars. I think it, you can kind of tell that it's... It's mm-hmm. them who's who's doing the tweeting, or at least I'm wishful thinking. And Snapchat's the same thing. Like I was following um, Luke Bryan on Snapchat for a while, and started to realize he never Snapchats, mm-hmm. so unfollowed him. But like Brett Eldridge does his own um, Florida Georgia Line. They may not do their own all the time, but they're in theirs. Like Luke Bryan's was like, "Hey, we're hiding tickets here. Come find them," you know. That, so that just was their a PR Snapchat. person yeah. was doing it. Yeah. Um, and that makes sense. I mean, if does. I was a celebrity, I wouldn't have time to do that crap. Right. I'd probably have somebody, you know, I'd be paying a PR person to do it. But having a mix so mm-hmm. that it feels like you're in touch with your fans. See, I think Sulu from um, from uh, Star Trek, George Techie, Techie, Techie. Okay. Yeah. All right. I think he does his own. I think, yeah, there's a lot of people that do. Yeah, I'm pretty positive that he does his own, or he at least does most of them. I think Dirk's and I think his too. I think his husband does, too. I think his husband definitely does his own. I forgot to tell you. So, are you going to Dirk's? Dirk's is going to be at Red Rocks, and you decided you're not going, right? Um, well, I was, I was thinking I wasn't going to go. It's in September, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, Ken said that he would take me to it if I want to go. I just have to decide. And I need to look at my school schedule to see. Uh... Right. We'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah. So my girlfriend reached out to me a couple weeks ago and was like, hey, I have an extra Dirks ticket. Do you want it? And I'm like, yes. So I'm going to Dirks now. Nice. I'm excited. I love Dirks. I think Dirks is my favorite. Good. Which is better I for like you him. because you're not a big fan of Blake. And, you know, but Dirks Blake is, had a birthday yesterday. Dirks is married. He did? Uh-huh. Huh. <laughs> I'm not a very good stalker fan. fan. I'm, I'm really not. Have you downloaded Dirks' new CD, Black? Yeah, I love it. I haven't downloaded it yet. I love I'm it. going to. Oh, my God, I love it. I don't think there's... For a long time, I... 
there was one song of his I did not like. And Which that one? was um, Drunk on the Plane. Oh, that's like a fun like. Uh, but, but now he's got like the sequel to that. Mm. And so I kind of like Drunk on the Plane now because now he's got the, the On the Beach song. I love that song. Which feels like the sequel. Mm-hmm. It's like. I could see that. Yeah, see? She she ditched him and now the video like, is hilarious. I haven't seen it. Oh my god, it is so funny. You got to watch the video. I will on the beach, <laughs> drunk on the beach, on the beach. I think it's uh, somewhere on a beach. Somewhere on the beach. Yes, God, I love drunk that on a plane. Somewhere on a beach. I could see where those could totally see. Be it it yes. feels like they just there. That's what happened. Dirks is so great. He's never like he's one of those people. Like he should be more famous than he is. He hasn't won all of the awards, he, you know, but he's awesome. I love him. <laughs> I think he is like, and it's so funny, you know, and, and it, of course my favorite would be a country guy who's not even from the country in the South. He's <laughs> from Phoenix, Arizona. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I think he's like the ultimate cowboy. I, I love him. I don't know if he's a cowboy, Carrie. I know, but the ultimate, <laughs> he's just like, I mean, I mean, not in the sense of like the cowboy men I like because they're, they're masculine. They're not afraid to be kind of vulnerable. Right. You know, <clears throat> they're men. Yes. They don't wear freaking eyeliner like Whoa. rocker dudes Therese do. is going to slap you. I know. I, know. <laughs> I don't I don't like I that's something I've always hated about rocker dudes, you know, would wear like the, the eyeliner and stuff. I'm like I'm not going to date somebody who's going to steal my cosmetics. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not. I I like dating men who have no idea what my cosmetics do. They don't even like to get too close to them. You know? <laughs> well, I got to say with Steve being a state he's on the stage for mm-hmm. living. I've had to like do like the green to correct right right like or hide zits but i'm talking like rocker dudes that would just like we go to a party uh-huh and they'd be wearing like eyeliner and crap oh, no. and they're like no 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 we need to get i'm trying to get t-squared back on the podcast she's got a crazy life right now yeah it's gonna ask about why hasn't she been on well, she was while. gonna be on and then she couldn't make it and there's just been some I scheduling talked to, i haven't talked to her in a while i need to call so her. i reached out to her this week and i was like hey we need to get you back on the podcast and she said she had to look at her schedule but we're supposed to go up to fort collins next hold on next saturday steve and i he's gonna get his tattoo um finalized nice and then i think i'm gonna get another one again where no one can see it but me <laughs> yeah i'd like toby to add on to my lorax one yeah I haven't talked to anybody this week. Your your <laughs> texting was very much very quiet. You know, I that's because get... I was busy watching seventy two dangerous places to live, <laughs> yes. seventy two cutest animals, seventy two most dangerous animals. I mean, there was priorities. <laughs> you were busy. Come on. I had stuff. <laughs> yeah, and then you know, last week I went to my best friend's wedding. Yes, that was. Let's talk about that. So, oh my God, it was the, the best dress situation ever. first. Let's talk <laughs> yeah. about the dress situation, the situation for this wedding. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, my admin for my public page is Zach. Yes, which I think leads he likes people to mess with you. Man. I think I think leads. I think it leads people to think that we talk regularly. We don't. We we text here and there. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I'll text things like you know, hey, you should post this or. Or sometimes I'll just text him good news, and then he'll... He shares it. He shares it. But the dress that I that I originally bought for the wedding, I, I'm like, I so have to mess with him. Because, you know, he is he is almost six foot five. Mm-hmm. 
240 pounds. He's 9% body fat. He is a big dude. Uh huh. Right? And he's hairy as, I mean, he is hairy. <laughs> and so I, I'm like, this whole feminine dress, I'm like, you gotta post this. I, I need you to tell people. He's like, I'm not fucking posting that. I'm like, you gotta post it. It's for me. It's my page. I'm not posting a goddamn dress. Please post it. So anyway, he did. I thought you posted it. No, he posted the first dress. Oh, okay. The yellow one. Okay, that's right. Okay. Yes. Okay, I'm there. Yeah. Well, then I get I get the dress, and I think I'm fat. You're not fat. Well, I think I'm fat, apparently. So I ordered a large, and it was from New York and Company, which runs a little bit bigger anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so I order a large, and I look like I'm wearing a tent. Seriously. It looks like it could easily look like a tent. It's one of those dresses because it doesn't have much of a shape in the middle. No, it, it's kind but of. But if I had got a medium, it would have been just right. fine. But I bought a I bought a large, and and I have like a little head and these ridiculously <laughs> long legs, and I'm wearing high heels on top of it, and so I look like this stick figure wearing a freaking tent. <laughs> then on top of it, I tried it on too when I hadn't sprayed tan. My spray tan had faded, and so you know it washes me out because it's yellow, and I'm a serious gringa. And so <laughs> I'm like, and I'm like, I can't wear this to a gay wedding. You know, if it were straight dudes, that might be one thing. But gay dudes, gay dudes are going to notice. They're going to critique. Absolutely. (laughs) And I thought, you know, I could wear it. And, you know, and I have 50 dresses in my damn closet anyway. But, you know. A new dress is better than an old dress. It's my best friend's wedding. Yes. Right? I mean, the old dresses, even the ones I haven't actually worn yet, they just wouldn't do. Mm Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know, I could just tell him I'm going camping after this. <laughs> this is my tent. <laughs> so I did. I did buy. I did buy a, a really great dress. That's one that I asked the blue you. one. Yeah, yeah, and had some crazy, crazy shoes. I, I wore some very crazy shoes with the there. straps around the ankles. Mm-hmm. And the how gold, did that work? Gold links around the ankles. Oh, okay, six inch heels. You crazy girl. Well, the part that really sucked is, so it was on 10th and Broadway, and it's like above Milk or whatever people call that bar now. It's been other things. <laughs> milk and, I don't know. I know it is Milk. So you have to go up all these crazy stairs. So I'm going up these stairs and in, in these hills. Anyway, later on, when we went to go sign the marriage license, because I was the best woman. Yay. So when we went to go sign the marriage license, at this point, I'm really drunk, too. Because, you know. <laughs> so you had like one and a half glasses of wine? No, I did actually <laughs> drink a lot. Oh, okay. And I'm sitting next and I was matching Amber and Amber can drink. She can. Amber yes. can drink. She can drink. And totally I'm like, drink. I'm matching Amber, you know. And so we go down, we get to go down the elevator so that we can go sign the, the marriage license. You know, we're outside. And so you step outside of this elevator and there's like this dip that I didn't notice. And phew, flat down. I'm, I mean. But are you okay? Yeah. Somehow I was all... I don't know how that happened. I fell forward. <laughs> I had like all this blood on my shoulder and blood on Did my Did you run knees. your dress? Well, my dress definitely needs to be dry cleaned now because, you know, it was raining. Uh-huh. So, poof, 
down. And gay dudes, I love gay dudes. So a couple of the gay dudes are like, I give that 9.6. But the wedding, the wedding was amazing. I mean, it was absolutely amazing. I took my son because, you know, my son came out in, Mm -hmm. in the fall and I thought it would be fun for him to see a gay wedding. I realized once I got there, I could have taken him and Ken, but... You only took your son? Yeah, I took my son. I, I thought it would be um, I thought it would be a good experience for him, and I uh-huh. think he had a good time. My son even danced. He danced to It was one of those songs that tells you what to do, like to the right, to the right, <laughs> yes. to the left, to the left, hop. That's but all, that's all that Amber danced that. to, too, was the one that tells you what to do, you know? <laughs> To the right, to the right. That's why those songs are so popular, because you don't have to think about it. Yeah, they kind of confused me, because, I don't know. But yeah, it was was great, and apparently... There's a picture on uh, Facebook of you. (laughs) Did you Mm. not know about that? Um, She told me she was putting it on Facebook. All right, you look amazing. Um, And then there was a picture, I think think Zach put up a picture of me and my son. On uh, the public page, I'm pretty sure. I don't see it. No, I, don't pro- think, he I did. think he put it in profile pictures, but then I think he changed it to the oh, okay, the one the <laughs> the, the screenshot. You I gotta say, to Zach is an amazing. Yep, there it is. Okay. Yes. Yes. Bam. Me my, yep, me and my son. He has like the band Perry hairdo, like yeah. the, one of the brothers. <laughs> it was funny because this lady, this lady, so this lady's talking to us, you know, very friendly. Mm-hmm. She had these massive fake boobs. <laughs> massive. I mean, she was super, super nice lady. She's somehow, she was an in law, somehow related to Chris. And she had these massive boobs. She had this gray dress and she had these massive boobs. And I'm like, I couldn't stop staring at her boobs. Like she's, she's in my personal space talking to me. <laughs> and I'm just like staring at her boobs, you know, and. <laughs> Amber had the same experience, but then she she hugged Skylar. Oh. And me and Amber are both like, you know, because he's autistic. He's not a big fan of hugging, but he did fine. Oh. He did did fine. So I also learned I give, I can't even tell you what I said because I was drunk, but I give an amazing toast when I am drunk. Did they videotape it? I'm sure they did. They had a photographer and they had tons of people there. And, you know, it got, uh, uh, it was a very good toast. <laughs> and how do you know this if you don't remember it? Because everybody cheered and clapped and oh, stuff, good. you know. And then afterwards, all these gay dudes are like, that was the best toast ever. That was just amazing. Everything you said was just amazing. And I couldn't repeat it for the life of me. <laughs> But you know, I learned I learned the day before when we went to the rehearsal, I learned that I was the best woman. You learned the day before? Yeah. Good job, Chris. I knew I was in the wedding party, but you know, I wasn't sure what I was in the wedding party. But anyway, I learned at the rehearsal that I was the best woman. Paul, when he introduced me to the wedding planner, Katie, uh-huh. who is adorable, he's like, This is Carrie. She's the best person. <laughs> She's like, that is the best title ever. <laughs> and so then when I went down to sign the the marriage license, Katie asked me, she said, did they list you as best person? I said, no, just witness. Oh. It's so lame. Lame. I know. I should say best person. <laughs> so. That's awesome. <laughs> 
Oh, goodness. Well, you've had some fun lately. Yeah, it was awesome. But then, of course, you know, this was this was the best wedding. And I was so, so thrilled that that my best friend got to marry the love of his life that is legal in all 50 states. Mm-hmm. And um, but then to wake up to the news the next morning was unreal. I mean, that was that was just unreal. And I'm also really, really glad I'm not on Facebook when that happened. Because I imagine even that same day, I imagine Sunday, last Sunday, just hours after this happened, I imagine people were already on there with their gun agendas and, you know, whether for or against or whatever. And it's like, that's, right now is the time to be show compassion. Right. Period. You know, and that's what always happens after shooting. Everybody starts in with their whole, and I'm sure there's already the conspiracy theorists that are claiming that it didn't really happen and it was all set up by Obama so that we can have stricter gun regulations and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, right now you should just be compassionate. And it's always a little shocking to me when it's people that live here that do that. Mm-hmm. When something like this happens, it's really, really shocking that they get on their, they get up on their, on their, their milk box and start to their soapbox and start talking about guns and, you know, whether they're for it or against it or whatever. When they live here, we had Columbine and we had the, the theater shooting. We know what it does to a community. Right. You know, mm-hmm. we, we know that. So, that's the only thing that should. So I, I'm just grateful that I'm not on. Um, I'm not on Facebook. You know, I don't. I don't want to deal with. I mean, the love of everybody. You know, everybody's compassion for it. But and then I'm sure in this situation, there's a whole lot of. Um, somebody sent me. Somebody sent me some of the tweets, some of the mean tweets that happened after the Orlando shooting. You know, like it's things that said stuff like, who cares? It's just a Muslim and a bunch of faggots, you know, stuff like that. I mean, mm. th- that's shocking to me, you know, that people can. So I'm sure, but I'm sure there's even more of that stuff too, like the, the, the anti-gay stuff and, and the terrorism stuff. And truthfully, I don't think this guy was, I don't, I don't think it was a terrorist act. No, all of the reports, and they keep coming out, you know, from his his wife, from his ex-wife, from people that worked with him. He was unstable. Very, very unstable. It wasn't. And and he he called in with conflicting groups. Groups that aren't even, groups that can't stand each other. Mm -hmm. You know, I, here's my thoughts. And this is something that makes me so sad. But this is, you know, I read a story that he, uh, he was a regular at that club. He had been going to that club for three years. Oh, I didn't hear that. I heard he had visited. He like is. He was scoping it out. Nope. He had been going there for three years. And and um, Muslims are not accepting of gays at all. And he is Muslim. And his parents, his father is Muslim. And I always think that the crimes against gays are often committed by somebody who hates themselves because they are they they have tendencies that way. And and so that that's just my theory, you know, but the whole thing is just I can't even imagine. I can't I can't even imagine 
you know, I started bawling because I read the story of the mother who was getting the text from her son, and and then later we found out that he was one of the he's one of the deceased, and I I I, I can't. I can't imagine. And so it's frustrating the whole everybody getting on their, their soapboxes about what we should do about guns. And, and it's like, right. I have my opinions there. Definitely. Um, and I don't think, I don't think anything we do with gun control is even going to solve the issue. If we're not going to deal with, if we're not dealing with mental health, it's that simple, you mm-hmm. know, one of our past presidents, which I won't get into a big deal, but he, um, a past president that I really don't like and that I think our economy is still suffering from. I feel like I know who you're talking. Yeah. <laughs> the one who decided to break up all the institutions, all the mental institutions. So we ended up with a whole lot of homeless people because they can't function because they're schizophrenic or whatever. And and then now most people's insurance is is coinsurance, and mm-hmm. you know, it, we can do whatever we want to do with guns. I mean, we can restrict them, we cannot restrict them. No matter what we do, it's not going to make a big dent if we don't do something about mental health. You know, it's, that's very true. It, it's sad. I mean, we had to sign my son over to the state to get him the help that he needed. Wow. You know, how many parents are going to be willing to do that? Very few. Yeah. Very few. Yeah. It's it's a heartbreaking thing to do. Mm-hmm. You know, so, so, I don't know. Anyway, that got serious for a moment. It did. It did. Mm-hmm. So, big date, July 5th. It's coming up. Yeah, Carrie. Just July fifth. You you need Going to get all the Netflix in. You gotta get the Netflix in. I know you gotta that's get the why. Naps in. <laughs> that's that's why I told I told Ken I'm like I'm okay with the fact that the sloth is my spirit animal right now because in a couple of weeks I am going to be slammed. So I'm, you're gonna have to turn the sloth into a cheetah. <laughs> I know. Then the cheetah's going to have to be my spirit animal. That's a big difference going from yes. sloth to cheetah. Just like that. And that's how I'm going to do it, too, because I'm lounging, 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 and then, bam. The weekend before that, we're going to um, a cabin in uh, Basalt. Basalt. Where's that at? It's uh, kind of like under Aspen. Okay. I've seen signs Carbondale, Glenwood Springs, okay. you know, that whole area. Um, we went there Memorial Day weekend. Actually, you went there for a day. Huh? <laughs> Remember, you were supposed to go all weekend, and then no, we went Sunday, happened. Monday, Tuesday. Oh, okay. We came back Tuesday. Okay, yeah. So, so um, yeah, my kids always get in the way of my social life. I wasn't going to say life. why you didn't go all weekend. <laughs> Even at their age now, they still get in the way of my sex life. Um, well. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully they never find this podcast. I know. <laughs> and Kinsey, Kinsey follows me on Twitter, but I don't think she oh. does anything with Twitter either. <laughs> but, yeah, so we went there over Memorial Day. And this place is amazing because you have to drive for, like, 20 minutes before you can even get self-service. So it's like you you go up this mountain and then you end up down in this valley. And we're, like, we're like all... Seriously, it's like so remote. It's amazing. I do miss Netflix when I'm there. But, <laughs> <clears throat> but can't you? Couldn't you download movies from like iTunes and like play them back? Yeah, we just we just brought DVDs and stuff. Oh. 
I forgot about those. (laughs) They exist still, I guess. Yeah, we just brought (laughs) DVDs. It's amazing how quickly movies go from video or on this big screen to dvds now Mm -hmm. have you noticed that like i'll see like oh movies out on in the theaters and then like a couple weeks later i go to walmart and i'm like it's already on dvd sometimes it's never a movie i really want to see then i have to wait for like forever for it to come out but yeah this place is amazing so that's what we're doing over july 4th is we're going there nice and I'm actually, I'm taking that week off. So I, I'll get a nice good start my first week of school where I'm just kind of getting acclimated to it and, you know, being back in school again and uh, not have to worry about working. Do you have like ink in your printer and like all the supplies you need? No. Carrie? I will go, go <laughs> I will go get those things on the 5th. <laughs> so books... No. The textbooks are, you know, they're downloadable. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm old. I haven't been in college in yeah, they're, 10 years. They're, the texts are downloadable. So are they cheaper? Well, they're all part of the whole online oh, okay. deal. I think there's some stuff that I'll have to buy. I have to, I have to go to Chicago twice um, for two four-day internships during, oh. during this whole thing. And I, I think there's probably some stuff I'll have to buy for that, but you know, I'll get those details. So <laughs> I'm so much of a planner. I would be freaking out. <laughs> I, I, I'm freaking out just in the sense of I'm remembering how incredibly hard it was working on an, in my MBA and being a full-time employee full-time parent my kids were younger then though Mm -hmm. now they want nothing to do with mom so you know no they want your money yeah they want but other than that they don't want anything they want my money and they want rides (sighs) and feed them (sighs) but other than that i mean there's times when i sit in the living room seriously and kenzie's i'm going to my room she goes to her room i remember that time and then if i say i'm going to my room and then she'll come back out the hell you can't sit in the same room with your mother um, you might try and talk to her yeah <laughs> yeah um such a terrible mother i am no <laughs> they're at a hard age it's a hard age i remember that like i would just hole up in my room for a whole day yeah and i had my own world in there like I did my own thing, and then maybe some friends would come over, and they would come in my room. And I think her preference is if I'm in my room, and then she has the whole rest of the house to herself. Right. I think that's her preference. But it is my house, and I do pay the rent, and so whatever. <laughs> but yeah. Well, I'm so excited. Are you still going to be able to podcast? Yeah, I'm sure I will. You know, this one is, this program, you know, when I was working on my MBA, where they were six-week terms, and they were bam, 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 bam. And mm-hmm. I got one week off for Christmas. That was it. Crazy. This is seven-week terms. Each, and I selected this school for, this is one of the reasons why I selected this school, is they're, each each term has a research project with it, too, that you okay. apply to your workplace. And I think that's, it's just a different way. It's a, a way of really retaining what you learn. And it gets me, you know, it, it you get that opportunity to implement what you're actually learning, to apply it, you mm-hmm. know. So, um, and all of those are worth half a credit. So it's seven-week terms, one week off, seven-week term, one week off. So, so 
I get breaks built in, which would be good. Yeah. And then you'll go back to sloth life mm-hmm. for <laughs> to prepare week. for the cheetah life. For that week, sloth is my spirit animal. I think I'm going to put a picture of that one size sloth, one size cheetah. <laughs> yes. Just flip it over. Like a, an open or closed sign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm cheetah right now. <laughs> Do not disturb. And when I'm sloth, don't disturb me in either. Oh, either. Okay. Cheetah, I'm busy. Sloth, I'm 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 too chill to pay attention to what you got going on. So. <laughs> You know that's going to be the title of the podcast. Sloth is my spirit animal. <laughs> Figures. <laughs> it just makes me laugh every time I say it. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. I'm I'm going to Missouri to see the fam. Fam. When are you doing that? Um, the week of July 4th. I leave on the 27th nice. and I come back on the 6th. Yeah. Nice. You know what stresses me out is having to leave work. How do you deal with that? You know... Because you, you know, you, you don't seem to get stressed about work. No, I used to work for a director. I used to work for a director that she kept me so incredibly busy. And I liked her a great deal. We were friends outside of work. And she stressed me out so bad. Like, I, I would think, you know, she would, I mean, she would call me at home. Oh. And, and talk about she needs this or that or whatever in the morning. And, um, you know, I... Boundaries. Boundaries, boss lady. I felt... I'm, I'm the only person that when I went on maternity leave, she hired somebody for oh, me. wow. You know, because, I mean, that is how essential I was to her. And she was kind of a hard personality to get along with, so I think she knew she had to keep me happy, but at the same time, she, I was stressed all the time. I was constantly looking at my emails, and I was always, always stressed, and always worried about everything and then after she left I just well once I once I worked for my last boss he was much more of a relaxed sort of Mm -hmm. move slow sloth might be his spirit spirit animal animal. (laughs) because he moved at a much slower pace and and he would tell me a lot of times you know it's like you're one person can't get it done You'll get it done when you get it done, you know. And I I started, it's over the past few years, I started really creating boundaries. Amber is challenged with that, for sure. Mm-hmm. She she doesn't create those boundaries. But I, I started creating those boundaries, and I started learning how to tell people no. Or, or I'll tell them, I can get to that. I, I mean, I can do that for you, but I'm not going to be able to get to that until next week. Mm-hmm. You know, things like that. And in most cases, they'll just go do it themselves, you know. So um, I just, I started to become really, really good at setting boundaries. And I have some very specific boundaries, too. Like, I leave at a certain time most days because I want to get to the gym. Right. You know, I and I come in very, very early because it's a nice, quiet time that I can work. It's not to say I don't ever answer. I answer emails when I'm off of work. You know, I do that plenty of times. I don't actually work work when I'm off of work, though. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I did for so, so long. And now, no. Uh-uh. I did do some work at home this week because I was because I was sick. Um, so I worked actually quite a bit because I had some things. But that's not a regular occurrence for me. I don't like working at home. I don't. No. I like the separation, period. I work at work. Home is my personal life. You know, everything else that has nothing to do with work. And so... Um, you know, another thing, too, that, that really helped me was realizing that 
everybody's expendable. We all are. It's true. You know, there's a lot of freedom in that because once you realize that you're not the essential person holding everything together, then you can pass stuff off easier. Mm -hmm. You know, it's easier to delegate stuff because, um, you know, there's just a freedom to it. It's like I don't have to hang on to that, that I'm making this run. No, whatever. You know, even if I could be canned tomorrow, it doesn't matter. I could be canned tomorrow. Somebody else would do contracts. Right. You know, I'm there. It seems like that would be kind of a sad stance to believe. But no, once you realize that we're all expendable, everybody can be replaced. It's just. Right. There's freedom to that. Right. You know, because you don't feel the need to be as perfectionist anymore. You know, it's. I think it's that perfectionism that I struggle with. Mm-hmm. Like when something yeah, gets missed, I have, I have that. I I'm definitely, like, I'm devastated. Oh my gosh, I can't believe that happened. Yeah, I definitely have that. One thing that really changed me on things, though, like, and that's why I never wanted to pass stuff off mm-hmm. because I had that. You know, I'm the one who's going to do it. I'm going to do it the best. You know, having kids really, really helped that because. If I want them to do chores around the house, I have to accept that they're probably not going to do it as perfect as I want them to do it. You right. know, and and that's been years and years and years and years of that, and and you know, so that carries on professionally too. It's like, you know, maybe I could do the better job, but you know, sometimes I can pass stuff off and realize, oh, you're really good at that. <laughs> I'm always giving that to you, right? <laughs> so, you know, it's crazy. And with the the younger generation now that's coming, that's in the workforce, and they're mentality have you dealt with many millennials um i deal with ones that are pretty you know you're talking healthcare, so they're pretty dedicated to that's good what they're going into that's good Mm -hmm. i feel like nobody plans on being in recruiting you just kind of it kind of happens no one grows up saying i want to be in recruiting Mm -hmm. um so you know i have some millennials that it's just they're just like whatever and I think they, that's the hardest thing because that's not my work ethic. They do a lot more. Um, they do a lot more job hopping. They do than yes. my generation does. But then your generation does more job hopping than my generation does, and I do more job hopping than say my my big boss's generation. So um, I don't know. <laughs> I, I there's some things. There's some things I, I finally just got to a place where it's like you know as long as I do it good enough, I'm good. That's a good, good mentality. I mean, there's some things that absolutely I'm going to be a perfectionist about. You know, if I'm doing a presentation or something like that, of course I'm going to be a perfectionist about that. If I'm I'm working on anything that has to do with our our you know labs are regulated by everybody under the sun. Oh, I'm sure. You know, so if I'm doing anything around that, you know, in in contracts, you know, of course I'm making sure that I'm getting. Every piece that I You're have You're dotting to those I's, crossing those T's. Yeah, exa- exactly. But there's other things that I do. It's like, you know, good enough is good enough. Right. You know? So. Sorry to make it serious and boring. <laughs> we started off with Netflix. We I ended know. with work advice. I know. That's crazy. <laughs> it's the roller coaster of two girls and a bottle of wine. Yeah. But we are at an hour. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm always surprised. Seriously. I know you are. 
I love telling you because I love your there, there are There are some people, there are some people you sit and have a conversation with for an hour and you're like, God. That felt like three. That felt like three <laughs> weeks. Please don't ever let me talk to that person again. But, you know, like talking to you. It's just chill, fun time. Yeah, it is. All right. Well, what? What happened? I, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm just getting old. Let's just. <laughs> Things are cracking? Things popping? are cracking. Yeah. Do I need to get the. Well, I worked out for the first time in a week this morning, and, and, and it's amazing how what happens in just a week. Oh, I know. I Is traveled crazy? to Houston, and the, I took a week and two days off, mm-hmm. and then I went back to the gym, and I thought it was going to die. I was like, what the hell? It's so, it's so hard to build muscle. Uh-huh. I mean, it takes so long. And once you get there, it's not that hard to sustain it. But geez, you take a week off and it's like, peace God. out. Your muscle says, peace out. I know. I need a more dedicated home. I know. And I can't, and I can't even imagine what it's like for somebody who's just like, you know, like people who are just starting a workout. Right. Plan. Well, we've all been there. Yeah, but, you know, I mean, I've pretty much, I have a lot of muscle memory because I've lifted weights since, you know, I mean, there's been times I've taken a significant amount of time off, but I've lifted weights for 20, 30 years. Wow. Yeah. So I have some, I have (laughs) some muscle, but seriously, a week, that's it, a week, and I'm like, why does this feel so freaking heavy? <laughs> well, Carrie McLeod, uh, you still got CarrieOnLife.com, right? I do. I know it might be going away in the future, right? I don't know. There's been some back and forth. I I, I don't know. I was wanting some privacy because some of the crap that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I have written quite a few things that I'd like to polish up and post on there. Um, I, I had already talked to you about, I want to write about ego, mm-hmm. which is a really interesting thing. I'm still getting feedback on my last one. Not nice feedback. Oh. Yeah. Not, not People nice. People are rude. Yeah. Not nice feedback. Actually, this one woman who was emailing me, I think what she really wanted, she was, she, she emailed and she said, so you're cyber affair is over and I said yeah it's done you know and she asked well don't you don't you miss him and I said no I I don't you know when it came right down to it I mean for two for the first two weeks you know it wasn't my choice but for the first two weeks yeah it was sad and that was all my ego I mean it took two weeks for me to realize this is your fucking ego (laughs) it's nothing to do with any real life feelings or anything and uh, and so I'm like, no, I, I, I don't. I don't miss somebody who objectified me for a year. In a year, he never once called me by my name. In a year. Wow. You know, it was honey, sweetheart, baby doll, blah, blah, blah. You know, just, oh, and baby doll. <laughs> he would call me baby doll. <laughs> I had an ex that used that term. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> don't call me baby doll. It's seriously. Um, I miss when I miss when he and I were first getting to know each other as friends, and then that whole that all went to hell as soon as he sexted me. And rather than going with my instinct and saying, "Uh, we're not doing this," mm-hmm. 
I, I went with it. And that changed everything. So, yeah, I missed that. But I think, you know, she kept emailing me back and forth, and she was getting really irritated, you know. And I finally realized, I think... You know, it's just stuff she was saying to me. I think she just wanted me to, she wanted some assurance that somebody she was involved with in a cyber way, in an electronic way, that she didn't actually know, who no longer talked to her, somehow missed her. That's, I mean, that's the feeling that I was getting from it. And, you know. Did you cease contact with her? Yeah, well, well, actually, I'm answering her. I'm laying there next to Ken, and I'm answering her, and I'm and I'm wanting to just be, you know, that whole doctor feel, you mm-hmm. know, that whole, you know, what get a clue, and so <laughs> I'm I'm like, now chances are pretty good you're expendable, you're replaceable, you're expendable. That's the nature of a whole lot of these. And Ken's looking at this, and he's like, "Have you not learned your lesson about what bitches are?" You're engaging. <laughs> You're and engaging I'm like, them. I'm like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. And I just said, well, you know, I just, so I erased all that. Mm-hmm. Well, I really just wrote about my experience. I can't really comment on your experience, but good luck to you. And please don't email me anymore. I didn't add that part, <laughs> but I had a dot 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 the, the ellipsis that 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 ellipsis that was please don't email me anymore. Did she email you again? No. Yay! She got it. Uh, maybe. <laughs> that was just that was just fascinating. I think I'm going to take that one down because the feedback no. from it has just been weird. No, no, it's good, but it's been weird. You know, it has. Then don't don't read the responses. <sighs> it's not very nice. It's not very nice to put a public blog up and then not read the emails that come in. But if they're it. not nice emails, but I don't read all my work emails, so maybe we're onto something. What? And I'm actually paid See, that to would read stress those. me out to even think about not reading all my work emails. <laughs> There's some that I'm like, I just hope that one expires. <laughs> God. I have, I have like piles on my desk, you know, and I'm so excited, you know, when I'm cleaning, when I'm going through piles and I'm so excited. I'm like, ooh, this expired. Sweet. That's off my to-do list. Oh, my gosh. We have different work ethics, Carrie. No, you get to a place where it's like, seriously, I am one person. I'm working 40 hours a week. I work more than 40 hours a week. I'm one person. This is as much as I can do. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and I, I think, and I don't think we're not unique. I mean, children's isn't unique. Everybody is like this. You have all these different things that everybody says, everybody comes at you as their priorities, 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 but you get to a place where you start to realize, yeah, this has not been a priority yet. So I'm not going to make it. So I'm not believing you when you say this is a priority, when for the past 15 years, it has not been a priority. (laughs) So. Well, Carrie McLeod, at Carrie on life on Twitter, right? Carry on life, carry for life. Carry. I don't know where I am on Twitter. I'm gonna find it, and okay. then you have a, a website, carryonlife.com. Right? Yep, carryonlife.com. It just comes up when I go to search for it, so I'm assuming I'm right. All right, so your Twitter is. <laughs> I feel like we have to do this every time. Carry on fit forty six. Carry on forty six. 
So I've had that for two years. And I oh. and how many tweets have I done in two years? <laughs> I don't know. Let's see what's it say. Let's look. <laughs> Let's see. You have two hundred and seventy four f- people that you're following. Mm-hmm. You have seventy nine followers. Mm-hmm. You one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. Okay, hold on. I think I, my counting's off because a lot of these are retweets. Like you've retweeted Amber. You've retweeted. So I don't know. It doesn't tell me how many. I don't many. think I've hardly ever done my own tweets. Just setting up my Twitter. That was August 6, 2014. Okay. Yeah, so I've had it for about two years. I'm counting. You know we're seriously boring your audience right now. <laughs> You have 16 tweets. That- 16 tweets in two years. Woohoo! That's 80 a year, man. You gotta step it up a bit. No, I'm good. <laughs> All right, so if you follow Carrie on 46, um, don't expect a lot of excitement. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the only social media you're on, right? Don't don't even accept me. Don't even expect me to accept your following because it's all private. Oh, okay. Don't even mm. if you if you ask to follow me, it's going to take two or three weeks before I maybe say, months coming up. Okay, <laughs> that's funny. Well, carryonlife.com and carry on life on Facebook. Even though she doesn't man it, Zach does a great job. Uh, be it's like, growing with my Carrie, head. Carrie messaged me today, and this is what she said. Yeah, blah, some blah, things blah, blah, he puts blah. up there, though. I'm like, seriously? Because friends will, you know, you you screenshot things. And, and sometimes he's completely amused at something he puts up there, like Einstein's desk. Acting like that's my desk. That's not my desk. <laughs> my desk does not look like that. <laughs> And I and I I thought about just you know what I'm gonna get on there and tell people this is not my my desk. did he change the password after he gave you the password for a I day? don't I don't know I don't you know. haven't tried I doubt it because it was the same password the last time he, oh. he he let me get on there so I doubt it I mean he he trusts me but he's a great just, admin. Mm. <laughs> He he is wow, but he does share things sometimes that I'm not real thrilled. Yeah, that he shared, um, and he does he does screw with me. <laughs> In what way? I'm like the whole Einstein. I'm I'm just very sore about that. So you reach I'm, out I to be, me and you're like, I Zach might be defensive. Amused. I know I might be defensive about the picture of that desk no not because my desk looks like that though okay <laughs> he was he was saying that you were similar to einstein it's a compliment Gary. no that's not what he's saying no what's he saying he's calling out on the chaos oh the chaos but of- einstein was brilliant i would take it the whole other way and be like screw what you mean this is how i'm taking it well yeah <laughs> and i do know that he thinks but i do also know that he's He's laughed a lot at my desk space. So you should take a picture of your desk. Only when I'm really busy with stuff. Only when I have a whole lot of different projects I'm working on. And then it makes sense. And then other times, everything's in a nice little pile. It's all piled up, all nice. <laughs> so I you, act like we're on video. Everybody yes. has to see. 
Carrie won't allow me to videotape the podcast. Um, but but see, see, I am lining up my nice little pile. You need to take a picture of your desk, send it to Zach, and say, "Effing, put this up. This is my real life desk." <laughs> my desk might actually look like that right now. Damn it, Carrie! <laughs> <laughs> All right. On that note, we're gonna say goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening. You found us once, but can you find us again? Make sure and check out our website at twogirlsandabottleofwine.com. You can listen to us on Podbean, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, Rockin' Comedy Radio, iTunes, Stitcher. All of our links can be found on Tumblr and Blogspot. Thanks, and we'll see you again soon.